0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Baby Wearing Mama podcast. Thank you so much for being here and listening. On this podcast I talk to my lovely friend Lizzie Starts, who's a fellow baby wearing consultant. She works in Southend with Do It Like a Mother and has so much amazing wisdom and experience to share with us. On this podcast we talk about the fourth trimester, second time parenting, the juggle of having a newborn and a toddler. We talk about sleep or the lack of sleep, we talk about co-sleeping, how baby wearing helps in the fourth trimester and beyond. We talk about antenatal preparation, breastfeeding preparation and just so so much more. I had a super fun evening chatting to Lizzie about all of this stuff and I really hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think and sorry for a couple of rude words. Lizzie and I got on a bit of a roll. Enjoy. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, welcome to my baby wearing mama podcast. It's very exciting yes. to have you here. Very
1: exciting. I am a baby wearing consultant, among other things. I uh, I have two boys who are two and four. Uh, I'm a teacher. I've been a primary school teacher for a long time I can't even remember how long now oh, wow. um so was that your first that was yeah a, I yeah I did, trade I well yes I did a degree in English literature which doesn't really get you very far in life <laughs> um and actually mostly I didn't do the degree and I just did a lot of bartending and musical theatre and kind of just nice. just about scraped through a degree um but I always wanted to do um child education oh, type okay. stuff so I'd always oh. done like a bit of nannying and babysitting oh, and, okay um, child that, that kind of thing sort of as I'd gone through uni um and then did PGCE at the end of my degree um and yeah that was it then yes, teaching for well that was yeah 2006 2007 so yeah i've been teaching on and off since then obviously kind of full time till i had my eldest yeah um in 2014 um and then i would stopped for a little while I didn't do so much teaching and mm. um uh, yeah, eventually trained as baby brain consultant, and now I do that instead. Uh, <laughs>
0: so, what are uh, your baby consultant in? Oh, in yeah, uh, Southend on, on Sea, yes. yes. in Essex.
1: Yes, um, yeah, Leon Sea, uh, Southend area. Uh, so I am part of Do It Like a Mother, which is uh, kind of a team of women all doing different things to support uh, families, support mums, so uh, Kerry who uh, founded it, she teaches hypnobirthing, antenatal mm-hmm. classes, that kind of stuff, and she's also a business, uh, women in business kind of mentor, yeah. um, and then we have others who do hypnobirthing, we've got a couple of midwives involved, a clinical psychologist, we've got oh, people wow. who do baby massage, we've got a bit of everything, and um, then yeah, I mean. I'm the slingy person, oh. and uh, with a bit of feeding support thrown in as well, because I'm a... Uh, mother supporter um, breastfeeding mother supporter so yeah so I do that too and uh, yeah so I run um, support groups with sling library kind of as part of that so we have a okay. uh, feeding support and um, just general parenting mothering support uh, wow. whatever people need really sounds so, lovely yeah, it is lovely
0: your first thing library was did
1: you start in Oslo? I started in Oslo. So when um, when my eldest was four months old, we moved mm-hmm. to Norway. Oh, well, um, so we kind of knew that's happening through uh, my pregnancy, and then when I had him, and kind of sort of had him, and then knew that was straight away we would be preparing to leave. Blimey! Yeah, it was a bit full on. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we moved when he was four months. Um, and then when I got to Norway I met lots of other people who were using slings um, okay. we had a sling already because um, mostly for the travel we'd been using it anyway but you know, kind of mostly for the travelling yeah. um, and then it was, it was a bit more mainstream in Scandinavia so okay. um, once we got to Norway uh, just met lots of other people who were doing that and made lots of friends um, who, kind of international friends so people who were um, Brits who were working there um, okay. Americans um, people married to Norwegians with Norwegian partners yeah. um, from all over the world. Um, so um, what there wasn't was a sling library. So I had been oh. to a sling library in Southend, the old, old Southend sling library run yeah. by a lovely Caitlin, um, back before I'd even had Leo. I'd been there. So I knew these kind of things existed. Yeah. Um, and although we had lots of people who were baby-wearing, particularly if you were an expat, if you were an international... Um, family, you didn't have access to that support. So, Norwegians themselves would all kind of support each other um, because, you know, your sister would be doing it and your friend would be doing it, and yeah. they just would kind of have these very casual meetups okay. and lots of woven wraps, and um, it was all very lovely. But actually, yeah. as an international, you couldn't access that. Okay. So, we um, kind of modelled ourselves on what was happening in the UK mm. and thought, um, well, we'll just give that a go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'd, I'd been back, I think I'd been to South Innsling Library again. And once we got started, I think I came and saw you guys quite quite early did, on. yeah. yeah. and a couple of others. Yeah, in the, the idea I was just part. thinking, everyone, oh, where yeah. did we
0: first meet? And so I think that I was, think that was, that was
1: when we it was around the time we started, I think it might have been that summer that we'd started and we'd launched earlier, so kind of early 2015, we sort of had the idea that we were starting. I think we started officially about April yeah. um, and I did my baby wearing training. I flew to the UK and did um, my baby wearing, consult- my first baby wearing consultancy course yeah. in the... I'm June or July of 2015 okay. yeah, but we kind yeah. of started in my living room with six slings oh um, my goodness. I think we had six slings that belonged to us and then another like four or five that we just <laughs> like bought second hand wow. and like one or two that people had just kind of thrown our yeah, way yeah. Um, mostly that weren't any good at all other than our own ones yeah. um, but you know you know how it goes you kind yeah, of you eventually absolutely. sort of build, build up, up a little stuff. stock mm. so our very first meet I think we had two people uh, oh, one was yeah. my friend who just came along to just be like <laughs> to give me up um, in my living room uh, in uh, in my house in Oslo and then one mum who actually then stage she was uh, i think our baby was about a week old mum and dad actually they came together and they stayed customers in fact they they're on to their second baby now and are still clients of our oh, Sling library that's because it's still running even without um me, me and mags who started it and neither of us are there anymore but we oh, okay. trained other consultants and left it to them so oh, wow. um yeah so it was yeah that was really it was it was an ama- yeah it was amazing and i'm i'm so proud of what we did actually because yeah. um there was there were no sling libraries and there were actually no trained consultants in okay. Norway and now nearly four years later there are sling libraries in most towns in Norway no way. Oslo sling library sees I don't know how many hundreds of families a year um and they now have the national baby Waring conference which has happened three years
0: running oh my god which was started because of you. um
1: I mean like not all because <laughs> I mean, of a us, little bit though but we I, I think we were the spark for it in Oslo because there was no there were there was there's an amazing shop in Oslo called Baraglida which is basically a baby wearing shop like it's kind of the dream Um, and they were great so we you know they were the ones who were giving support to all the Norwegians Mm -hmm. because Oslo is a small place so you know where the one shop is and you just go you have your baby and you go to the one shop basically Um, obviously you can buy your ergos and, and things in in some of the bigger baby shops same yeah. as you can here the yeah. um, kind of ergo's baby beyonds you could buy in those but anything else you couldn't so um, but this little shop um, which is still there they they had all the others you know stacks of woven wraps and osher's wow. kind of floor oh to ceiling and nice. um, stretches and they did um, you know just just lots it's it's a proper little treasure trove if anyone ever goes to Oslo go to go later because yeah. they've got they've got everything they've got you know baby wearing coats and oh, um, nice. loads of like breastfeeding clothes but, yeah it, it's amazing and I'm, I'm so so proud of of what yeah, the girls have done, of you know, the, the guys who still run it now. It's, um, yeah, very privileged to be able to go back and visit every now
0: and then. Cause yeah,
1: it's, um, but yeah, that was kind of the start. So when, of my payroll yeah, consultancy. You, how long were you out
0: there for?
1: Uh, so we moved um, October 2014 and we moved back uh, July 2016 when I was eight months pregnant with my second <laughs> my God, child. You know, like, do it with a newborn and then do it. Yes, yeah, so we pregnant. moved <laughs> with a four month old and then moved back heavily pregnant Amazing. on crutches because Always I had with severe SPA. SPD. <gasps> so, yeah, so that was um, really so I would that... not advocate anybody doing an international no? move with a toddler <laughs> while eight months pregnant and on crutches. So
0: so you came back to the uk and you got straight back into doing sling work here i
1: pretty you? much did yeah so i um i kind of volunteered with a couple of local sling libraries just to sort of well, no. Firstly, I was heavily pregnant and renovating a house. So we dealt with that situation first. And Fair then enough. I had a baby. <laughs> um, and as soon as I had the baby, then I started kind of okay. popping along to some other sling libraries yeah. and just kind of keeping my hand in. And what I started then was the Facebook page for what would become my consultancy in sling library. So we documented, Max, my, my little one, baby brother, um, we, we documented kind of him from yeah. day one in slings. Um, day two. I think he, I think, we, think yeah. we left it till day that's two. Okay. He day went in a sling slow. on day two. I yeah, feel like yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, he was born late morning. You know, yeah. he was, like, it, was the, <laughs> it was. the next day. Um, so we started. Um, I say we, you know me, but my husband as well. Just sharing pictures um, and our experiences, and it was kind of I sort of documented being a parent of two children okay. in a way that um just kind of just reflected what we were doing so and, sli- and how slings were using that because i knew that i had plans to start my library and my consultancy yeah. but i probably wasn't going to do that straight away with a brand new yeah, baby yeah. um but i thought oh well we'll just i'll just start see if i can build up a bit of a following and that meant yeah. that actually when i did launch properly um some people kind of knew who i was and yeah. i just felt I, it gave me confidence more than yeah, anything else definitely. i think it was quite nice to just sort of have a, a bit of a focus that meant yeah. i hadn't kind of left it behind for a a little while but yeah. um, and then the january uh 2017 then i started sling start which uh was yeah my library and consultancy until i joined do it like a mother a few months ago wow. and rebranded so
0: yeah like a little powerhouse of oh uh, baby wearing <laughs> um, stuff well it's not, not. just because i you know, just uh, run a sling library and consultancy you also <coughs> teach
1: yeah so uh, yeah so i teach um I, I teach uh, peer support, I'm peer support courses, um, and I mean, I'll, I'll run training on anything you want, to be honest, but, um, yeah, um, I, as soon as I did my first consultancy course, um, I did peer support and consultancy back to back, um, I kind of knew, I think because I'm a teacher, yeah. and I love teaching, I absolutely love being in a classroom, I love imparting knowledge, I love supporting people in their learning, yeah. Um, and what and that's one of the things I love about sling work because that's what I do yeah, um, yeah when I'm helping families but what I really loved when I did the consultancy course was thinking oh actually I can teach people how to teach this and sense. I can teach other people to enable other families yeah um so for me it was quite a good kind of marriage of these two parts of my life because yeah. I felt like in the the run-up to starting Oslo Sling Library, I got very into, like, being a mum, being a parent. Like, I read all the books and I, like, learned all the stuff. Because, I think partly because, and this is, like, obviously some of the kind of fourth trimester stuff, I had a baby that didn't didn't fit what the books that I'd read in my pregnancy told me it was going to be like. Now, I then went and read the right books. So I then, you know, then I realised there are other books. Yeah, that, like alone, oh and he's yeah. like them so that's okay yeah, but um, totally. he wasn't like what I had expected I don't think okay. so I had to do a lot of learning on the job yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. to I had to find out a lot more about breastfeeding than I thought I would need to find out I had to learn about safe bed sharing and um, just responsive parenting in a way that I it's not that I'd planned not to be like that but I just um, never thought that that was something that I needed no, to think I, about Yeah, absolutely the same I had yeah
0: I think, <coughs> I think you had probably a similar experience. zero expectation. Yeah. I think I I remember just going, I think my husband had gone back to work when Bethany was tiny and just going, I haven't got, an, I have no idea what I'm going to do today. Like, no. I just no, no clue how often does she need feeding yeah. and what, what the hell? I mean, yeah. Did they not give no. me, a, like, a plan? But you do all this planning, don't you, when you're pregnant? And you're like, how yeah. did I not plan for the well, actual thing that's going to happen? clothes hung up. Yeah. Beautiful clothes. I don't think she wore any of them. No. I had a bed and a bedroom. She literally. We moved house before she even slept in that room. (laughs) We did exactly the same. We moved house so that we had a bedroom for her. Yeah. And she never slept in it. And then we had to move again. Amazing. Oh, it was a disaster, the whole thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I remember being like completely fixated on needing a sheepskin for her. Yeah. And that would make her sleep. It definitely didn't didn't make her sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, yeah. So, well, let's talk about the yeah. fourth trimester then. um I think fourth trimester is something that comes up a lot for us in our work. Definitely, as baby room yeah. consultants, at sing library. I think I see probably the most amount of people in yes. the fourth yeah, trimester. Those yeah. like, first few months, um, for and sure. most of the time, people are going, "Holy shit! Yeah, what am I doing?" Do we... But that kind <laughs> of yeah, what what we're doing now, and, yeah. and what you've already touched on. Um, I can't put the baby down. Yeah. So, yeah, tell me, fourth trimester. Yeah, so, what um,
1: think? well, my yeah, my experience with my eldest was, yeah, like I said, we read all the books. We were totally prepared. My mum is a midwife and an antenatal teacher. Oh, wow. I knew all the stuff, yeah. you know. I knew it all. Knew I knew it. it before we went to the NCT classes. Yeah. We went because we'd been told we'd make some <laughs> Um My first baby <laughs> did not do what the book said. Um, and so we... Um, I had to learn all the things um, yeah, because yeah. it was just not quite what I'd expected. And it was, I was really lucky because it wasn't really negative. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, they get kind of, um completely overwhelmed by that thing of yeah. this is not what i expected yeah um and i was really lucky to not suffer from any postnatal depression or anxiety and i have a history of mental health shitness okay. yeah. so for me that was kind of it's it's always still a happy surprise that i never suffered from that i was really really re- lucky is all it is like yeah. it, it is luck of the draw yeah. um but I, we were able to kind of embrace it mostly positively but it was like shit we've got to learn lots of stuff because yeah. um we had a baby who didn't ever want to be put down and he was in special care his first week, which I don't think helped because he was separated from us. Okay. Um, nothing serious he was just he was born with an infection and by the end of a week you know we were home and he was fine and okay. touch wood he's been you know healthy he's yeah. a healthy happy four year old now and is absolutely fine um but it was quite a scary traumatic start because yeah. that's the other thing you don't plan for when you're planning to have a baby is what absolutely. happens if my baby gets taken away the second I give birth to him Gosh, um, yeah. so and I, I'm well aware that we are with you know we're very very lucky within the realms of people who have to go through that because sure you know that was that was the end of it it was a week and he was fine and yeah. and but it still
0: has an impact but it, and it's it, it still did, your yeah, journey it did and i
1: think actually a lot of that didn't bec- i think because we were preparing for this move um i didn't really process a lot of that until i was then pregnant again and having my second okay. kind of looking ahead to a second birth actually yeah. because like I'd not had a great pregnancy. I had a really, really terrible SPD PGP. Um, yeah, yeah, both both pregnancies I had that, um, yeah. and it was kind of unexplained in my first pregnancy. So we spent just a lot of time in pain, like not knowing what was wrong, um, and it did kind of affect then birth and stuff. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Mm. But it was fine. Like, I think we kind of took it as well as we could have done. Yeah. Um, and, but it, it, it just then, you know, we kind of had this really, like, fairly traumatic first week. Yeah. Of literally no sleep ever because you can't sleep. When you've just had a baby and they're in another part of the hospital and your husband's had to go home because there's no beds in your room like oh, nana who sleep stressful. like ever. Yeah.
0: No
1: so, and then you get home and then your baby never sleeps ever. Yeah. And then you've got you're into like several weeks of really not having had any sleep. And just a shit ton um, of hormones.
0: Yeah, that's, and all the hormones and fun. I was breastfeeding
1: and, and of course like I wasn't uh, because he went straight to special care, I like I breastfed a pump before I fed my baby because oh. like that's how it you know yes, that's how yes, it has yes, to, to be. He he needed to be tube fed um for his first couple of days. I think I think he just about latched on by the end of his second day, but we then spent oh, kind of a wow. little while getting to grips with all of that. So yeah. that was all quite um intense. Um I'm I'm very stubborn, so like we got to where we wanted to get to in the yeah. end. Um and I was really lucky again that we were able to kind of continue and then exclusively breastfeed. Kind of we just ignored yeah, the fact amazing. that he had that tube feeding to begin with. Yeah. Because um I know so many people who just that that's not an option. They when they yeah. go through that, that just that's no longer... It's just too much. It's just to start. too much. So yeah. um, we were really lucky that that was part of it. But it meant I kind of got home, already very tired, yeah, like you said, that whole cocktail of hormones. And... Then had this baby who behaved like what I now know is a biologically a normal, normal human infant, yeah. um, but wasn't what quite what I was prepared for, and also on that kind of level of exhaustion and traumatic experience, yeah. to then be like, oh, you literally won't ever let me put you down ever. Yeah. Um, he would go to other people, which was good, because okay. my second was a bit less like that and it ne- needed me more. Yeah. But um, yeah, Leo would happily be passed around a room. Okay. Um, but he had to be in somebody's arms the whole Aww. time. Um and so yeah that was and and that kind of feeding constantly um just feeling really really intense um and we had bought a stretchy wrap because we'd seen it i think demoed at a baby show and um with a local retailer who's since closed down which is so so lovely sandra from salsa slings she sold us our first stretchy wrap i'd met her, her at the sling library when i was still pregnant i think um in fact, I think Rob went and picked the stretchy wrap up from her, like when we just got home That's from pretty hospital. Yes. Yeah, That's yeah. I think yeah. we just but I think we'd sort of seen it's like, oh that'll be a nice thing to do. Yeah. Like we'll
0: have a nice walk in the woods. Not oh, like yes, I'm exactly.
1: going to need this yeah, yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um and actually I think I still didn't for the first few months really realise how much I needed it because I did a lot of I think at that point I was still trying to figure out like why my baby wasn't what the book said. Yeah. Um and like try and make him be a bit like that. So I did a lot of like carrying a baby in my arms, pushing a pram that had a sling in the bottom of it. Awesome. Um, like literally just like ro- frantically rocking a baby i'm doing actions and this is a podcast so yeah, no, can that's see. Fine. but like frantically rocking this baby pushing a pram yeah um that had a sling and like always had the sling in the bottom yeah, of it but just, just didn't want to just i don't know just didn't use it. i think my brain just didn't go i was very sleep deprived for a long time yeah, totally. so my brain just didn't quite go that I mean, we used it a bit um and rob probably used it more than me my husband probably used it more than me to begin with because it was a way that he could comfort Leo oh, okay. when I needed a break, I needed yes. to sleep, um, you know, relentless feeding. And he was not a good sleep. I've not been blessed with children that sleep, either of them. No, um, no. and Leo really he woke hourly for his first year. So wow. um, and I say that now and I'm like, did I make that up? But like it's no. it was true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just blocks blocks quite a lot. Yeah. But we were very, very tired for a long time. Yeah. Um and so yeah, Rob would often put him in sling in the evening. Um, or just, you know, having cuddled on the sofa. And then that yeah. would be the few hours that I would get to sleep where I didn't have a child on me Perfect. or next to me or yeah. attached to my boot. Um, because most of the rest of the night would be like that. Yeah. So um, eventually we kind of got closer to this move to Norway. And I was like, I'm going to have to put this kid in a sling because I've got stuff to do. I've got to pack boxes and I've yeah. got to, like, sort the house out and I've got to deal with all this stuff. Yeah. And then actually the physically moving, the, the, the actual kind of act of getting on a flight. And Rob had gone ahead. So I wasn't on my own, thankfully. Oh I gosh. had my mum with me. Right. Right. Um, but I, we were there, in I think in Gatwick Airport, like faffing with you know five meters of stretchy wrap, being like, "This is supposed yeah, to make it yeah. easier," and it did, like it did, because the buggy was in like twenty five bits and we yeah. needed to go in the hole. we were moving our like our whole life. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of that moment where I was like, "Oh, actually, this is going to be something that's going to make life easier." And when I got there. And we kind of were going almost straight into winter in Norway and moved in, in October. Um, and my English buggy did not cope with Norwegian um, no, roads. No. It did not like the ice and snow no. and the grit. So actually baby wearing became something that was, it was a really practical tool okay. um, at that point. As well as, I by then I'd accepted this, that he wasn't the kid who was going to let me put him down. And he right. wasn't just going to sit you know, in a it's bouncer a or, chair. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I could get five minutes at a time if I was lucky okay, um, to have good. a wee um, yeah. occasionally or he would just cry in it for five minutes while I had a wee. Oh. Um, but that was, that was just, how, you know, that was how yeah. it had to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I quickly moved on from the stretcher We bought a, um, bought a buckle carrier um and then that was kind of the rest was history because then I met lots of other people in Norway who were using lots of different types of slings I got into woven wraps and rings and but you know and then to do the whole sling library thing but it was that I think it was that transition to Norway was like actually if I use this sling Mm. it's going to help me just kind of get on with stuff and I'll be able to get out there in a way that I can't you know I was in a new place I didn't I didn't know where I could go with a pram. My pram was shit. It was no good for... It wasn't yeah. fit for purpose for where I was. Yeah. Um, we bought a second one for the second winter. Yeah. <laughs> and we bought a better one, <laughs> eventually. Yes. Yes. It's like, you need to sleep sometimes, not on me. So we'll, yeah. get, a, we'll get a pram with really big wheels and it'll yeah, be Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, it was... that Just that whole experience of the fourth trimester, I think, was totally overwhelming. Mm. Um And that I draw on that a lot when I'm working with families because... Yeah. I, the, I, ha, I don't have any regrets. I don't, I don't like to have regrets about anything. No. But I do wish I had just allowed myself to use some of the tools at my disposal a bit more. Because yes. I can I can just vividly picture myself walking around Lee with this baby in my arm and pushing an empty pram. Yeah. And thinking... It would have been easier if I just stuck him in the sling at that point. Um, So of course the second time, that's exactly what I did, and that's what I that's what I now advise all people to just do. Um,
0: Keep it simple. So yeah,
1: and it it was it. They were it was just it was a tool that was I knew eventually I knew was going to make my life easy, and it did. And uh, I think you know for kind of everything we did from then on we wouldn't have gone anywhere without a carrier and we still you know we have a two-year-old and a four-year-old we still don't go anywhere without no, a carrier absolutely. because yeah we know and you
0: know half the time it sits under the buggy or in the back of the car or in a backpack but it's, just and it, there.
1: But it's there if we need it and it's yeah. a tool that, you know I continue to use yeah.
0: um so, so when you yeah. had um max how do you was your kind of view on the fourth trimester different were you more prepared yeah.
1: Um yeah I was definitely more prepared and I think my outlook just generally had changed by then yeah. um because by then I'd been working with other families for a year yeah, um of yeah a year and a bit um and I had a lot of friends who'd had babies during that time um and I'd seen what a difference it could make um yeah. Not just, not just using a sling, but just kind of embracing normal infant behavior, normal fourth trimester babies. Yeah. Um, and so none of that shocked me. Mm. And so it's not like, it's not that the situation was any easier the second time. Yeah. Because it's not. And actually one of the things that I hadn't thought about was the fact that this is a different child. This is a different baby. Uh, yeah, Good
0: point. Um,
1: and that that kind of threw me a bit. And actually they're not that different, really, yeah. my boys. They're quite similar in lots of ways. Okay. Um, but at the time I think like there were just little things that he would do differently and I go, oh, I hadn't thought that you'd be a different person. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was like I just thought I'm having another one. It'd yeah. be the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely our attitude, both of us as parents and as a whole family had changed so much. Mm. And I think we were really lucky because we became quite confident in the choices we'd made okay. um and i think a part of that was that we had to consciously make them because we were making choices that like i said they weren't what the book said yeah. they weren't what kind of mainstream society was suggesting yeah, was sure. the right thing to do sometimes it wasn't what our parents or our friends were yeah. suggesting and we're very lucky we have a lot of you know our families are pretty open-minded our friends are pretty open-minded but you know we had people who had been in our baby groups who we're doing things in a very, very different way yeah. and to a point where they probably thought what we were doing was wrong or that, you know, our children didn't sleep because we weren't doing things in a certain yeah. way and that kind of thing. Yeah. So we, we kind of educated ourselves, but also just became more confident in what we were doing. Mm. So like we knew that to breastfeed Leo beyond a year was the right thing for him. Now yeah. I have friends who don't agree that that's the right thing to do, yeah, sure. um but really he only weaned because I was pregnant and the milk stopped and I think he'd probably still be going now if, <laughs> if I hadn't because yeah. he was just boom mad. And that oh. it was just something that it was something that comforted him. And, yeah. you know, we would have the odd comment when he was an older toddler about, you know, like, oh, how long are you gonna do that for? And yeah, that sure. kind of thing um but by then we kind of we knew that was the right thing for him and I, it's not the right thing for every baby i truly believe that every every parent and, and child's relationship is is individual and everybody's different but for him that was the right thing yeah. um and you know for us as a family using slings was the right thing to do yeah. um and just being you know having him in our bed that was another huge you know so much controversy about sharing oh, a sure. bed with your child yeah. For our child, that was a hundred percent the right thing to do because mm. if not, like I think one of us would have died from sleep deprivation, yeah. you know, or our marriage wouldn't have survived. And the number of people who said, "Oh well, you know, you know, you're, what's it doing to your, your marriage to have that baby fly? in the bed?" Yeah, sure. Well, like we're gonna hate each other if he's not in the bed because yeah. one of us is gonna have to be with the screaming child who doesn't want to be separated from us um and you know if you're only having sex in your bedroom then like i feel like you need to spice your life up as I'm well sure. because like there are yeah. other rooms in
0: your house yeah in case sleeping parents <laughs> never sit on their sofa <laughs> no. like... so true We had
1: another baby so like <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously that was still happening yeah, sometime exactly. like once we got over the trauma of having the baby in the first place sure. essentially i mean give it um, a few weeks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. let yeah. have a little break um, <laughs> but yeah yeah for us that was the right thing to do and i think so by the time we came to having Max we were really confident about that and that's we, amazing um and you know that's not to say i don't have like wobble i still do i'm like oh shit why have i been this gentle parent and i've got these like crazy uh, independent totally. children why did i do this Yeah. Um, but you know that you'd have all these comments of oh well it, you know if you breastfeed for a long time and if you have him in that if you have him in that sling all the time yeah. and in your bed like you'll never get him out and you know you'd have a really clingy baby Really. Like,
0: clingy. i
1: have got the most independent 4 year old His, we had his first parents evening the other week and his, teacher congratulated us on doing oh, a good job that's like the braggiest thing to say but no, she was like you know what ways. she said as parents you never get told you've done a good job and i oh, want you to know you've done an amazing job that's so lovely and i'm like
0: you know what that
1: for me yeah. validates absolutely the choices we've made and that yeah. again it's not to say that those are the right choices for everybody because i don't expect somebody who's completely different to me to want to treat their children the same way i do or, or do things in the same way um but yeah, it's just nice to know, like, oh, okay, well, we do right. doing okay. And he's yeah. turned out fine, <laughs> so for all the yeah. breastfeeding and the bed sharing, and, you know, now I can't get him in my bed if I want a cuddle. He's, oh. you know, he's got his, his bunk bed and he loves yeah. it, and it's his own space, yeah. and... He thankfully now sleeps like a log. It took him till he was nearly four to do that, but he but does now. But there's there is hope. hope. There's hope. That's it might, it might be when they're four, but it, there is hope. There is um, hope. And
0: do you yeah. know what? The other day, Anna um, was carrying her doll around and had tucked herself up into. Well, she's on Daddy's side. She's. Like, it was just during the day she was playing, but she had her doll, and the doll was sat in her arm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do you know what? This kid's playing co-sleeping. Yeah. Because that's what's normal. And actually. How wonderful is that? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. I kind of think about it, you know, I'm sometimes like, oh, I wish Anna didn't need to sleep in my bed all the time. She just yeah. gets into our bed regularly. Yeah. I wish Lots she didn't to. <laughs> have to all the time, mostly because my back hurts. But, yes. <laughs> but you know what? if my kid grows up going, it's okay to cuddle my baby, yeah. job done. Like, uh, isn't I, that it? I read something recently of someone saying,
1: oh, you know, like, what if they're still in your bed when they're a teenager or whatever? And then somebody... I can't remember who it was. It was a blogger or somebody was oh, like written about the their teenager that it yes. who was really upset because something, you know, somebody had been mean to him or is yeah. you know, somebody a girly fancied like you know brushed him off or whatever. And he came and got into her bed and t- talked to her about it. And I was, thought, oh, I'm gonna cry. That's now. It. But I thought, that's... you know, what? if my boys do that, that's gonna be the most amazing thing yeah, ever. Totally. And I, you know, I'm the eldest of four, and for birthdays even up until, well, certainly until I was in my mid-twenties, because I'm sure it's happening when Rob was around, we would go and get in my mum and dad's bed every time it was someone's birthday oh, or Christmas morning. And we'd all sit, you so know, like nice. te- big teenagers yeah. and like young adults Ready. sitting in my mum's bed, like, right, who's got the presents kind oh. of thing. And, um, my parents weren't, they, they didn't kind of fully bed share with all, you know, there were four of us, they couldn't. Yeah. Um, and they were quite strict about, you know, if they were both there, then, you know, we were in our own beds and things like that. But actually, my dad travelled a lot. And my mum did often have one of us in bed with her yeah. because it was nice for her to yeah, not be on her own. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, I'm, I've very much, we've followed in my parents' footsteps in so many ways because we have the same. I have a husband who travels a lot. Okay. And actually, it's quite nice to have somebody yeah. in my bed. There are also nights when I make sure they go down in their own bed and I get yeah, that half hour sure. to myself.
0: But actually, you know, when I'm cold, I it any other way. When I'm cold, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, guys, you want to cuddle? Sure. I do Animal, prefer it
1: to be Leo, because he stays
0: still, whereas Max oh, is just... Uh, well, Anna will throw the duvet off, and I'm like, Anna, it's oh, no. November, yeah. Yeah. duvet's duvet staying duvet on. Like, you want yes. me in my bed, yeah, yeah. duvet's we on, have... because I'm actually <laughs> freezing, <laughs> darling. Please. Oh, yeah. oh, it's God. so funny, but I think it's that mindset, like you say, saying, you know, baby number two, you're going to go, oh, it's okay. It's just okay to be doing this. Definitely. And I do feel, it's
1: not that I'd like felt like i knew what i was doing Mm. but i just i was just so much more accepting of it the second time um and i think the thing the thing also that threw me about having two which is something that i like always try and share with people who are worried about expecting their Mm. second one is actually the newborn because people worry about having a newborn like how am i going to cope with a newborn when i've got an older one yeah actually the newborn is the thing you know how to do yeah your two-year-old, who's going to be two years and one day, two years and two days, so every day they get older, that's a new day a new, a that you've not thing. dealt with before. Yeah. Obviously, when you're getting into baby number three, four, five, then then you know a bit more anyway. But with, with baby number one, every day they get older, whether you've got a newborn or not, they're the one that's going through the new stuff. Yeah, that's so, so true. So the newborn, they kind of have to slot in and just come along for the
0: ride. And also, I don't know if you found, certainly maybe by the time I got to baby number three, I was slow on the uptake, but that kind of realising that actually a newborn's needs, although massively intense, they're quite basic. Yes. It's yeah, yeah. Quite, actually, if you can kind of go back to yeah. basics and say, definitely. do you know all they want is milk and a cuddle? Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Like, yeah, yeah, that definitely. literally
1: is it. And I think when it's your first baby, that is the most overwhelming feeling. Totally. Because you've never had to You've, yes, you've, you've never had, had to 100%. Be, like, but yeah. actually, you know, it's, I, I don't know yeah there's just something about having a newborn for the first time that yeah. throws you and overwhelms you and changes your life in a way that you can't possibly imagine before
0: just it happens makes, isn't it and I, I, I actually I wish I wish someone when I was pregnant and the antenatal classes went kind of shook me by the shoulders and went do you actually do you actually know what is, you're about to do, yeah, do you, yeah this is actually you know I, I yeah. wrote a letter to myself once I think it was last year or something and I I blogged it and it was that kind of you know, do you realise that your life is about to change? Yes, yeah, yeah, And right, that's okay. Yeah, and, yeah, I I just, that. and I just, and I, no idea. No. I remember um, buying, Be- we went down to see, to um, stay with some family when Bethany was teeny tiny because I, I by kind of like day five, I'd had raging mastitis. It was all hideous. Um, oh, you worse. know, stitches oh, were infected and all kinds of, you know, joyful so things. So bad. Um, and uh, CJ and I went out to like one of those big Asdas with Bethany who was minuscule, like days old. And we went and bought her a bunch of books because we were like, well, we should, let's crack on, let's start reading to her. I <laughs> shit you not, at five days old, we're going, feel, oh, who's very yes. tiny. And it was a Winnie the Pooh, oh, book, and we God. were like using her newborn hand to touch Amazing. the thing. And some well-meaning family member was like, well, you know, she does need mental stimulation at five fucking days old. She didn't. Like, she does not. Like, she absolutely, yeah. but it was because I just no. had no idea what I was doing with this whole day. This newborn yeah. needs me the whole day. Yeah. But to do what? Yeah. By the time I had Anna, I was like, get in, it's yeah. Netflix time. She yeah, yeah, had yeah. me right here, yeah. cuddle me all day. Let's do this. But we're going to sit and watch yeah. House oh, and Desperate so Housewives back to back. Oh. Amazing. Oh, that was amazing. I love those days. That was great. I think I was just a bit unhinged when I had Bethany in particular, like just kind of. Yeah oh, no, I should get the yeah. baby here and twitch but it someone really else. But that's really normal, I think. Yeah. Like, or more normal than people let on all yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah,
1: totally. It's, yeah, I I wasn't like that, but I can completely understand being Actually, like that's that, interesting. Sure. You're kind
0: of saying it's normal infant be- behaviour, but actually it's also normal motherhood behaviour to yeah, want totally. to kind of stay with baby. Yeah. And actually that's where baby wearing, I find, really, really nice. That it's not just... We were saying earlier on, it's kind of like that superficial, yeah, okay, practically you can baby wear... And let's get you safe and comfortable and happy. But actually, on a deeper level, it's fulfilling baby's needs. But it's so much fulfilling mum's needs too. And that's so powerful. And what I, I think,
1: that was like the key thing, having a second child. Particularly at a point when my eldest was still very needy. He was two. He was two and a few months old. So he was still a very kind of... Not needy, but yeah, he
0: was. He needed, yeah, but toddlers are needy. Toddlers are, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: He was two, um, you know, fairly average two year old. Um, And what I found the second time was that by using slings, I could meet both of their needs at once, sure. And that I think is the thing that a lot of second time parents fear the most, yeah, because they think. Firstly, how on earth am I ever going to love another baby? Because until you do it, until you have that second baby, yeah. you don't, you don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, particularly those people who did get, because I know every, we all experience it differently, don't we? But those people who get that huge rush of love the second they have their baby, sure. I'm not sure I, I really got that. I definitely loved my children the second I no, had them. No, I
0: didn't. But I think, have a massive rush yeah, of love. I think it no. was.
1: I maybe got it more the second time because so it was a less traumatic experience mm-hmm. but I think for those people who really do have they intensely love their children I'm not saying I don't love my kids I love my kids, I fucking love my kids <laughs> but you know, I mean, there are some people who have that really, really intense yeah. and then they are the ones who really struggle with the idea of how am I ever going to love yeah. somebody else yeah, and until yeah. you have them, you don't know. Yeah. And then the other biggest fear I think that people have about having a second baby is how am I going to deal with two, two people, people having different needs? Yeah. And for me, using a sling, and this is something I say to all my second-time mums all the time, using a sling
0: helped me meet both my children's needs at once. Yeah. And it will it can help you do that. Actually, I had a... Actually saying earlier on, most people we see in, in their fourth trimester, but probably... Close to that, most of the people that we see are second-time Second mums in yeah. their fourth trimester yeah. with, the first, with a toddler 100%. in time. We had somebody come the other day to Sling Library, and she was like, how am I meant to feed the baby at the same time as wiping the toddler's bum? We well, feed them no, in a sling Totally why wiping it's the toddler's bum. Literally that's literally why she, literally yeah. Why yeah. Yeah. she was at Sling Library. is why I'm here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Because it just I mean, was... I'm
1: not advocating that as, like, that's the way you should always be doing it. No, but you it. know, know to what? Have that option.
0: That is... I mean, life it happens. Just life, yeah. sometimes. Wipe your own bum, sometimes. You know, with, with all the child. We've all done that. My only tip is just make your sure your tails or your ah, oh, it's not good. Yeah, not it's not good if toilet. you've got a
1: strap hanging down, is it? That's yeah. just really or a Pretty, annoying. pretty wrap tail. That's not down good. down the toilet. Always check your tails. But yeah, it just—it's that being able to do yeah on a very practical level, being able to do two things at once. Yeah, um, but or 20 on once. yeah, week. or like, yeah, I mean, all that's just like motherhood, isn't it? Parenthood. Um, but that real, actually kind of, yeah, intense thing of I'm meeting both my children. If if my toddler needs to go to the park or needs me to sit and play with him, because that's a, that's a real need. When you're yeah, that is yeah, a yeah. need. Totally. Um, as much as anything else. Yeah. Um, but my baby needs closeness, my baby needs feeding, my baby needs comfort, whatever that is. You can use a sling and do both at the same time. And yeah. I think it take for me, and obviously everybody is different, but for me it really took out that guilt um, yeah, that course. I could have felt, yeah. because so many people talk about, oh, it's like really hard when you've got an older child and you're stuck feeding on the sofa, mm. or you know you feel like you're constantly washing bottles and sterilising, and you yeah. don't have enough time to play with with yeah. either of your children. And I don't know, I just I for me using a sling, and actually for a lot of my friends um who have gone through that transition, gone through that process in a similar way to yeah. me they you know, they say the same thing that yeah. has enabled them to to deal with that situation. Um,
0: it just in a way where everybody's just
1: a bit happier yeah. at the end of the day because you're totally so. meeting
0: your newborns' needs. I remember actually because that's all Luke and Bethany, they're seventeen months apart, so okay. it was very much yeah. It was kind of like having two babies. Yeah, definitely. And, then, and Luke just literally spent his whole time on my chest in yeah. a sling or on in my yeah. arms. But I would just sit on the floor and play with Bethany still. But he would just be there definitely, and that was everybody. I mean, mostly happy. Yeah. There were moments. Yeah, of, we all have. Not so happy. Yeah. But you know. We was, all have yeah. all the time. That's just being human, isn't it? It just helped. It just helped yeah, continue definitely. to function. And, and do all the stuff. I, I, I remember so much. much of the advice I was giving. Just met, And even when you were saying about books, like reading some of the books, and they just made me feel guilty Yeah. that I just wasn't getting this right. And I'm like, but yeah. I, I simply don't know how to get this yeah. more right than I'm... Doing at the yeah, moment, definitely, and that's awful. I think that's one of the things I particularly love about what we do is just being able to say it's fine. It's fine. it's yeah. just fine. That's it's just I, I love Completely that. normal, and it's no more complicated than that. It's just okay to hug your baby and cuddle yeah. your baby. It's just yeah, fine,
1: yeah. and it's okay. It is normal if they don't sleep. Yeah, it is okay if they cry. Yeah, um, you and know we that... just
0: seem to have this strange society that holds up this kind of goal of yeah. let's have a sleeping. Weaned, yeah, independent baby at the age of what? Three months? Yeah, twelve just, weeks would be ideal. Get them to sleep through the night by twelve weeks. It's just not for some people. Great. I mean, congratulations. to yeah. it's you. That's. I
1: I've always totally said that I'm fine. genuinely happy for the people whose babies sleep because they have not had to go through the hell of a baby not sleeping. Yeah, absolutely. And not. I like to think I'm a nice person. I don't want other people to suffer, so no, I do no, genuinely no, support. You know, I am. I I'm very happy for the people whose babies sleep, but I think it can be really dangerous for what i what i found especially the first time was i came across a lot of mothers and fathers actually parents mm. in general who believed that their child behaved in a certain way because of something they had done oh, so yes. they believed their child slept through the night because they had a really good routine from day one oh, yeah or and they use lavender oil X, y, and, an evening. Yeah. and it happens at like all ends of the spectrum because yeah. you have people who are formula feeding from a bottle from literally the first feed who believe that by doing that and on a schedule their baby is sleeping through the night by six weeks yeah, but smooth, you've smooth. also got people who are very smugly baby wearing breastfeeding and bed sharing and going and that's why my baby sleeps through the, yeah, the night by that baby whichever of you had it would have would it, the same yeah, way. Totally. Yes, there are things we can do. Yes, we can support our children's sleep. We can support them to learn to sleep independently at an age appropriate point, which is not 12 weeks. No. But there are lots of things we can do. Mm. We can do things with routine for some babies who are more kind of, you know, I don't know, yeah, yeah I think some more people just along those like lines. People. Just just some, some people, people like are, routines and some people yeah, don't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, but that. I found that really, that's what really undermined me. And I say, like, yes, we felt really confident in our choices. It took a while to get to a point yeah. of that. And those first few months were a constant battle of, like, why is he not behaving this way? Yeah. What are we doing wrong? Should yeah, we yeah. do it differently? Should we do this?
0: Should we do that? It is those little words, those little yeah. phrases that can, that can be used. Definitely. they make you go, "All oh, right, right, okay, yeah. so I must be doing something. So I'm doing it. Just carry a baby, hug your baby, and don't care about what anybody else yeah. says pretty much
1: i really Some like good. the term responsive parenting because yeah. like yeah. i just like that idea because attachment i love it i love most tenets of, of attachment parenting i kind of sure adhere to accidentally because i was doing it all before i'd even like knew what yeah, that meant yeah. i think my mom told me what she's like oh you know you know that's what you're doing I was like, oh that's yeah great. cool i'll read it in a book now. yeah <laughs> let me go find a book that tells me i'm yeah. doing that good good Sorry, like the academic yeah. first time parent um, oh. Yeah. oh yeah I yeah. forgot what I was saying responsive, parenting. Yeah, resp- no, responsive I, parenting I think yeah. I prefer responsive um, parenting to because yeah, it, attachment parenting I feel like it covers Everything And it means different things to different people And yeah. that's okay Because I think with yeah. attachment parenting It's this like, oh, well, are you an AP parent? Like, are you, you know, yeah. are you Do you tick every single box? Are and you wearing and bed sharing and doing and?
0: Because like, not all matter. babies want to bed share No, and I think re- responding to your baby
1: Can mean different things for different babies So the baby totally. was happy from a few days old To lie down by themselves yep. And like have a toy waved in their face Or be... You know, picked up and cuddled by somebody else. That baby's still being responded to. Absolutely, you're, you're not abandoning your baby. But you know, your baby who is content, whatever yeah. that means, or your baby who's not content but is in your arms or next to you, or yeah. you know, and they don't have to be in your arms twenty four seven because that's really intense and we can't all be like that. no. no but no. saying, okay, I'm going to sit next to my baby's cot. They yeah. might cry because they're cross, because they're tired, because they're but sad. I'm still but I'm right here. Them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. it's all fine you do you do whatever you want but you know what I mean and that's like that can but still... I think
0: it's that but then there's... that mindset of res- I'm just responding I'm, I'm responding. here and yeah. I'll do what you need me to do totally. yeah. and actually Luke um, was totally different to Bethany and Luke yeah. was like you know, the perfect baby who would, yeah, you know, was, what a, perfect, in yeah, comments, he was like, he would just lie down and you could, you know, according to the book, go, well, he's exhibiting uh, yes. sleep cues and therefore I to lie him down, he just, but he now is the easiest person, uh, yeah, of all the yeah, four of my he's children, just he's just, he's asleep, he's just, asleep. He's just easy, yeah. Yeah. until you push him too far and then he loses his shit yeah. at you, um, but otherwise he's just, he's just easy, yeah. so actually that all of those things I did with him, just because of him. Yeah, he's got nothing to do with the fact that I was finally learning sleep cues. No, it just—it was just Luke. Well, if anything, the first time you're like desperately trying
1: to find the sleep yeah. cues, so that you're more likely <laughs> They've to find them. They scratched their They're eyes. Oh,
0: sleep cues. They're yawning. The first I yawn. Have... Put them down <laughs> now. Oh no, I missed the window. Oh, now I'm gonna have to settle them before I can feed them. Oh god. Don't forget to change the draw sheet before you lay them down. I remember reading that in a book once. Change the draw sheet and shut the curtains. Then lay them down. I don't even know what a draw sheet is. No. Should I know? Should I know what that is? You probably should. I did read it in the Bad. Book. It was an awesome. Parent. Well, let's, actually, let's, we'll we'll, we'll come <laughs> into land and then, talking of books, we'll recommend me yeah. something. What oh, would you, what's your thing that you would recommend for, apart from baby wearing, obviously, I think we've hammered that home. Get a sling. And actually,
1: don't just get a sling. Go and see somebody who can help you get the right sling, because yeah, I do think that makes point. a difference. Because I do come across a lot of people who think they can't carry their child because the thing they've got doesn't work yeah. and whether that's just because they've got something amazing and they're not using it correctly yeah. or they've got something that's actually a bit shit, um because yeah. it's the one their sister used yeah. or somebody bought them as a baby gift um yeah. and actually your baby feeling heavy and whatever you're carrying whatever you're carrying them in doesn't mean they are too heavy for you to carry it probably just means you're carrying them in something that's not appropriate anymore totally someone said to me so, today
0: on the school run, isn't that hurting your back and I was like actually honestly it's completely not hurting my back no mom. not at all no And Anna's not small. But But you know what? I used the wave and wrap a few weeks ago
1: um, in a carry I've not done in a while, a wrap I'd not touched in a while, having been really out of practice of wrapping. And it did start to hurt my back because I wasn't doing it correctly because yeah. i'd thrown it on quickly to do the school yeah. run thinking i'm going to be super mom i'm going to do it without taking the buggy even though i've got to carry all of leo's shit and at some point he's going to want me to hold his hand and he's on the scooter yeah. i'm going to end up carrying a scooter around and just, it's fine i'm going to do it do i it haven't all. used this wrap in a while and please tell me you instagrammed it as i well. totally instagrammed it <laughs> i can't even remember Superman. if i then went back and was like this was shit but actually it did hurt because i didn't do it properly yeah, yeah. and what i needed to do was spend a bit more time because it, yeah and had I used the thing that I'd been using every day, which was a different carrier, it wouldn't have. It would have been back. fine. And yeah. you know, I, I was carrying this morning, no problem, absolutely fine. Yeah, that's a good that point, actually. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, it's really easy as a baby wearing consultant or sling lover, whatever, to just be like, okay, number one, get a sling. Okay, yes, but actually, like, get, get the right one that sling. Works get one that you. works for you. Yeah, and your family, in the circumstance you're in, with the baby that you've got at whatever yep, age they are. Totally. Um, and that's why we're here. And actually, there'll be exist.
0: something that works. There always is. For you. There they just is. will be. It's yeah. not that you have to use a stretchy and then a woven. No. You just don't. There because are no rules. a gazillion, million options these days. Definitely. Yeah,
1: so, so many more, actually. I was talking to somebody about that. There's so many more now than there were even when i started doing this and
0: so many more i've been impressed recently with the sling manufacturers bringing them out that are suitable for newborns yeah and that's that's what i was talking about actually Mm. it was it
1: was brilliant because i thought actually if somebody wanted buckles a few years ago firstly the options were more limited yeah but also you were often showing them how to like either completely adapt something that wasn't quite like the way it was designed to be used or you were using a bulky insert which they do have their place and some people like them but it's not my. It's, it's no, not
0: it's my not preference. my preference either. <laughs> like
1: but yeah, most, of, most of the manufacturers know that we know it's not our preference. Yeah. and I think eventually they'll probably be phased out. But it, what's great now is that there are those options, so you can say to a parent, actually, this probably will do you from yeah. birth to toddler. Um, yeah, which, genuinely, which makes th- those claims used to be made, but it wasn't. Yeah, and there are still slings that claim to do that. Yeah, and Definitely. other other stuff. Um, I do love I love following people on Instagram who. I wanna say make fun of motherhood, but make fun of motherhood in a way that just makes you feel like it's all normal. Yeah, like yeah. the unmumsy mum and the scummy oh, mummies yeah. and um just people who are like, you know what, this is all the shit stuff that happens yeah. as well as the good stuff. Oh
0: my gosh, my favourite um, thing the Scummy Mummies did the other day. One of them, who is it? Was it Helen, I think, posted a video of her listening to her son practising the trumpet. Oh, amazing. So I, like, I need to go back and, and find just like, that. This is fucking This is hideous. fucking awful. This is no amazing. fun. It was, yeah. it was yeah. the best. And that's, but, <laughs> I, I love that. And I think I think yeah. the
1: Unmumsy Mum was probably the first one like that that I yeah, came across. Yeah, totally. Quite a while ago, actually. I think it was on Facebook before I was on Instagram. It was, it was just on Facebook. Can you imagine a day I was before, like, oh, Instagram? The days before Instagram? A day before Instagram. Before you made your it was, grid pretty. Yeah, but now I have a griddy <laughs> yeah. grid. Um, but yeah, it was just really refreshing, I think, yeah. And there are lots of mummy bloggers out there now and of course other people have jumped on the bandwagon and you've got some that aren't as great. But I think some of those people who initially started that and she, she was a real kind of pioneer for that and obviously yeah. Scummy Mummy's coming at it from a kind of more comedy side. But yeah, totally I just true. love that, like that warts and all parenting. Yeah. Um, and I know sometimes there's accusations thrown in actually you're just showing the negative side. But... I think what they're showing is the real side. uh, Sleep is for the week is one of the other ones that I came across very early on with an sleeping child. Oh, yeah, fab. Hilarious. Um, And, you know, does all these... She's got, like, made-up charts of, like, when babies should sleep and it's basically never on on this list of, like, zero to 100 months, never. Um, And it was stuff like that that just... I don't know, a bit more mainstream, something reassuring me that like everything was okay. And I think that's something I would recommend other moms go and find those moms. I think it
0: was, I can't remember what I was reading it on, probably Instagram or something. And it was a, a, it's all shit, but once every six months one Of your kids will do something that make you go all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, that is, and it's yeah. literally once every six months, and I was yeah. like, Oh, god, yeah, that's yeah. so true. Because yeah. you kind of just, Oh, please have a wonderful day, but actually, it's little moments, isn't it? Oh, oh, god, yeah, and you know, and I just, can, it's so hard. Otherwise. I can say,
1: that, Oh, you know, it's amazing. Like, we had this brilliant parents' evening where we were told, like, how yeah. amazing Leo was. Literally, the afternoon before that had happened, he had had such a big meltdown in the playground that the teacher had offered for me to come back into the classroom to calm him down, and she's so never, calm. she was like. Like, I literally couldn't quite believe that was happening because yeah. I've never seen that. And I it was it's okay, because he reserves that for me, because I'm his safe place, yeah. I'm the person he feels secure enough with yeah. to lose his fucking shit.
0: Yeah, amazing. Um,
1: and it's horrible, and I hate it, yeah. and I hate the whining first thing in the morning because he's tired, and the, you know, we're in first year of school, like, post-school meltdowns on yeah. an epic scale, because... Actually, he's a kid that at four probably could still do with a nap every day, but you don't oh, get that when you're in reception. No. He's just... And so he's done by half past yeah. four and it's not pleasant. No. But yeah, then, you know, then he brings his reading book home and he's just starting to sound out letters and you go, oh my God, oh, that's the most amazing it thing. It is amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, and you know, the two-year-old kicking off and like deliberately doing a wee in the middle of the floor and you're just like, well, oh,
0: thanks And that. I can't even tell you off because you're not supposed to tell you off about potty training. No, you're not, no. You can't tell
1: them they're naughty for wee. Yeah. By the way. It's fucking naughty when you do it deliberately. You don't
0: do... Because because he's clever enough to clever know clever enough to know yes you're like it's great but then he clever, just, but... he'll
1: do something just hilarious and yeah. then you're like oh yeah well, yeah, you are pretty amazing yeah
0: but yeah they also wind me up and drive me up the wall I think that's just standard children isn't it <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah I think that's I mean, it I but that's so... actually that's the point all along it's all just normal yes it's all just totally yes. 100% yeah yeah normal and that I think
1: that is like the biggest thing that I want to share with people like that's Ninety percent of why I do this job yeah. is just making people do like trying my hardest to make people feel like their experiences are it's normal. Just normal and helping them recognise when it's not if that's something that is and I think as well like just being being able I don't know just being able to support families to understand when they need. To access more support, yeah. if well, I think that like, like, hard
0: stuff is normal in itself. Yes, okay. going, yeah, to get, yeah. get more help, but actually dealing with it. I mean, what is it? One in four people have mental health stuff, and, and yeah. the level of women, mothers going through post anxiety and depression. Yes. So many and it's people worse are going through in, stuff. You know,
1: the higher your levels of education, often it can be worse. There's a no, there's some interesting. interesting. I didn't know I can, that. I can't remember what thing where I read that. But there was something really interesting about it's. Like that kind of really high powered experience, you know, our career woman, um, you know, yeah, lots of education, lots of um, power. Yeah. And then you have a baby and you feel like you're like the bottom of everybody's of priorities. Actually, so funny, was, the
0: last podcast when I was talking to Steph about this, we were saying exactly the same thing, the kind of you go from running, you're managing 12 people yeah. or 50 people or 100 people in your office to going... I now cannot leave I the house. I can't manage
1: this one tiny
0: this infant. human. Yeah, I can't get him to sleep. I can't get him oh, to feed. I, I, it's, it's just shit all over the place. I still again. have that
1: every day. I'm like, I, you know, tomorrow I'm going to teach in a school where I'll be in front of a class of 30 children You're and having get a to do shit, just like yeah. that.
0: Can <laughs>
1: I get my toddler to put his shoes on? No, no fucking way. No. You know, it's a whole different ball game when it's your own child. Yeah. Um, and I think... Yes, like what we were saying, especially that first time experience of motherhood. Yeah. It's just, there's no, as much as I would like to tell people about it, A, I don't want to put them off ever having children. That's interesting. But B, it's that, there's no preparing you for it. No. People can tell Do you know what, and I, I have listening. a
0: dream, I, I, one of my secret dreams, and I think it's probably one that's never going to come to reality, is that kind of, <laughs> that antenatal preparation is You mean useful? Hypnobirthing, completely useful. Preparing for birth is so useful, but nobody prepares you for anything about actually having the baby. But can you? You know, if you sat down with a pregnant person and said, your life's going to completely change, your baby's going to need you 100%, don't put them down. Could you actually yeah. get your head around that? Is that even helpful? I don't know.
1: It's really difficult. I've, I've actually in the last couple of weeks, I have a lot of people close to me who have just had babies. Some really, really exciting ones. Um, you know, people who were waiting for babies for a really oh. long time. One of my absolute best friends just had a baby. That's my amazing. cousins just had a second baby. It's really, really like a baby central in yeah, uh, in yeah. my brain right now. It's amazing. Um, and I'm like constantly sending messages like, "Yes, it's completely normal for them to be feeding all the time." Yeah, and yes. I'm yeah. and, and like, I I could have sent those messages before. Yeah. But for various reasons, I didn't. And part of it's like, you don't want to be pushy. But then suddenly, the second that baby's there, I feel like, oh, now I can say this stuff. I can tell you that's all okay. And I'm almost like, oh, tell them quickly before they think it's not okay. And either start doing shit or start doing like the stuff they don't really want to do because yeah. they feel like that's the right thing. But
0: maybe you can't. Maybe it's some kind of weird human like self-preservation. If you really knew how hard it was going to be, would you would do Which nobody And were. actually, women, yeah, I think women you know. totally need to be completely engrossed in physically getting the baby out. Definitely. Definitely. Maybe? I don't I know. Think a, I think maybe...
1: I think there's definitely more that could be done because I, I, I think some antenatal kind of like pair craft style classes, like they'll teach mm. you how to change a nappy, but and they'll teach you like oh breastfeeding's a really good idea but
0: actually do you really get taught the stuff you really need I remember to know? when I went for Anthony's classes and we did one class of breastfeeding and I held a doll and was told I was doing it wrong. Oh my god. And I and I swear <laughs> oh to goodness <laughs> that I was breastfeeding the doll wrong. I swear to goodness that had a massive impact on my breastfeeding journey with actually all four of my children <gasps> because I just felt like I remember sitting with Kerry, who runs the Let Chain Charms, with Anna in, in my lounge, in tears, just going, I can't do this. I'm getting it wrong, positionally. Yeah. Because I remember this this woman, this Anastasia, teacher, going, tummy to mummy get it right and I was oh like for but God I sake. I literally have, got, I have no idea what you're talking about I'm holding this doll to a boob I haven't got I've got a flipping bump in the way I've I have no idea way, yeah. what I was doing and from that my, and just every and every baby feeds in a different way every baby yeah. has a different latch and the, every uh, baby the most useful thing has was when Carrie said to me just remember the angle of the dangle
1: yes! And that made <laughs> Amazing! I, everything. That. I was like, oh, oh, that is good. It's got the like yeah.
0: things tummy to mummy. It's got a nice. case of getting the flipping nipple and the baby's yeah. mouth, and that's <laughs> and that was because cool. also our nipples are all in different places. Or, I don't know or, if you've
1: seen other people's boobs, but they—I mean, most people's boobs don't look like mine. Like totally everyone's different.
0: boobs, are and different. actually, <laughs> each baby they change. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks, guys.
1: But actually, what I do like doing is having—I teach um, newborn baby wearing workshops. Newborn oh, sleep yes. workshops I don't yeah. actually yeah. use the word baby wearing, but newborn sleep oh, workshops. Just because I think sometimes the word baby wearing can be a bit alienating to some yes. people they're like oh I don't really know either I don't know what that means or like oh it's a bit like hippie clicky, like hippie in the club mm. kind of thing they don't like it so it's not that I don't like it I, and I, I embrace my own baby wearingness yep. but I don't tend to use it in my own kind of post I, I, I live a little bit you know here and there but I'll, I'll yeah, usually yeah. use carrying and sling as well Yeah. Um, so it's my newborn sling workshop and I, I market it to people with bumps and people with babies under yep. eight weeks so What I love is when I get a mixture because actually those bumps, particularly if they're first time mums, um, or couples often come They get to see yeah. The reality Like what's going to happen To them in a few weeks time And I really like that And the same with Kate Club actually you find
0: the, the new mums Will want to share yeah, Their experiences definitely, With the pregnant mums And definitely. that's really nice And sometimes
1: it's a bit of like a, But it's yeah It's really nice To kind of yeah. see Those interactions starting And oh. it, we, they, we encourage You know Pregnant parents To come along To yeah. Kate Club And to you know All our other sessions And actually I love and that And that's I, really nice I, I think, think
0: Sometimes I find When I see a pregnant um, mum and she wants to carry her baby, and she's thinking about a sling, but almost from a practical point of view to yes. begin with, that that might, I keep saying man, mindset, and I don't particularly like the, bu- the, bu- the buzzword mindset, but it's Buzz, that kind yeah. of, um, <laughs> well, I'm open to the idea of carrying the baby. I'm now prepared to do it. I've got a tool that's going to work, and actually that might impact how easy yeah. you might find the fourth trimester. Yeah, and because that's... Because you're open to it already.
1: Definitely. It's one of the things I really like about teaching that, as a specific workshop yeah. because I get to cover... Okay, there's two main reasons why people use slings. One is for the nice, like, bondy, closeness, loveliness, and the other is all the practical shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can do both yeah. at the same time. And you may choose to carry your baby, literally because you just need to walk your dog and not take your buggy. Your yeah. baby still gets all the benefits, all the positive effects. Again, I don't always like to use the word benefits because mm. it implies that... By, By not, not doing, doing it, it you're, you're doing the wrong baby. thing, which yeah. is also not true because I don't believe that it is necessarily, you know, no, I think it's something worth that everyone though. needs it's to do. Um, like but the positive effects yeah. and the impact of carrying your baby, um, they mm. still get that closeness, they still get a bit of skin to skin, they get to hear your heartbeat and that can help regulate them. Mm. All those different things, they happen as a byproduct. even if the reason yeah. you bought the sling was to, you know, wear it in the airport, or to yeah. sort of walk the dog, or yeah, yeah. because you live up three flights of stairs, mm. um, that, that baby, and the parent, because we benefit from carrying our children as well, totally. um, you're going to get that, you're going to get that anyway, so... Yeah let me days. tell you about all of it yeah. and then you choose which bits you're going to need and by the way I'm not saying you should never use a buggy and I'm not saying that you need to carry a oh, baby gosh, 24-7 no. and I'm not saying you have to do all these other things on the list Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's a tool that might help you yeah. um, and by the way here are some scenarios you might not yet have thought about in which it might help you because that's there's inevitably a moment Every time I'm I'm teaching these workshops or speaking to new parents, where I go, oh well, you could use it for that. And they go, oh well, I've never thought. Yeah, I've never thought that there are some shops that where the doorway's not wide enough to fit a pram and yeah. things like that. Uh, you know, we've got loads of places local to me that I know if I've got my massive buggy, I just can't go into. Or even you I, think about that.
0: So many times I hear people say, oh well, when I go for a long walk, I'll use it, but. I'm like, well you could just use it, the baby's unsettled in the house. Yeah. Just use it in the house. Yeah, just yeah. wander around your house. I mean yeah. so many times. That's why I'm literally like The long walk is actually when I use the prow. Yeah. It's so true. Go. <laughs> well, I think I think we've, <laughs> I like literally we've like covered literally everything. Fourth over trimester over anyway. Over. I'm sorry, Next I time, <laughs> um, Brexit. Next time, Brexit. Anyway, okay. thanks, Lizzie. That's alright. Appreciate it. Right rest us being yes. judgy
1: <laughs> <But we're just laughs> cut, cut the judgy cut the judgy no, leave in the well. bit where we're saying cut the judgy but cut the actual <laughs> judgy
0: um, <laughs> i love this you can come back i will it's just gonna be you. our we'll podcast, like, maybe this is amazing yeah i'm we're sure I can add brexit to that and a couple of
1: others That's oh, like, let's not let no, not, not let's just definitely not go there. brexit's just um, a disaster right yes a hundred percent is she going to quit? gajillion percent I reckon so
0: she's got to hasn't she yeah. she's either got to quit or she's got to just turn around and go do you know what I'm going to lose my political career one way or the other I'm going to just cancel Brexit she'd go down in history for actually make me saving me Britain happier, but I don't know that she's got the balls to do no, that no I don't
1: think she's got the balls to do it I mean she's had more balls than a lot of other people but still just what David Cameron it, yeah. quitting yeah <laughs> yeah great great just... move just the whole just thing's badness. a disaster so much badness yeah i can get very angry about that if i think about it too much my parents live in an eu country so um yeah we're a bit
0: well i particularly like the yeah. fact that um, northern and southern ireland could be in a different time zone yeah that would be really helpful favourite. for the people
1: who live on that border that's gonna be amazing
0: great. and let's have a hard border there good times Pete. just so much badness yeah let's say so baby